<laughs> hello, 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 people. I've got some different glasses today because I can't find the regular glasses that I regularly wear. Oh, I see them. They're over there, but these will work today. <clears throat> hello and greetings. Yes, didn't didn't make the jury yesterday. Had the jury duty, didn't get on a jury. Uh, somewhat sad. I guess, or not. I'm not sure. If I had made oh, the jury, then I wouldn't have uh, been able to do the show today. So that's that's a bummer. Oh, Henzo. The Mevo thinks Henzo's a good guy for the show. But I guess I can cover him up. Oh, I got a little bruise today. Yeah. Well, how about that? Henzo, Jiu-Jitsu, Bruise. They go together. Um, so I'm feeling all right. Uh, oh, David. Oh, West. let's get the... Hello, David. Uh, happy First Friday uh, to you, too. It's July 1st, and it's all downhill for the rest of 2021. I think you're right. Easy peasy from here on out. Um, <clears throat> we just got to we just gotta coast, coast to the finish line. I, th I, I like our chances to win this thing. Unless some fan holds up a sign and causes us to all crash in a giant heap, like at the Tour de France. Um, Jen, you're here. Greetings to you. I just saw a post that you've got a new job with Channel. Is it Channel or Chanel? I couldn't tell. Oh, I've got a itchy nose. Um, Lady Jerry is still out. Out, I tell you, with uh, the TMJ. Oh, my goodness. She, now she's on uh, a leave painkiller. She's uh, taking muscle relaxants. <laughs> she's on steroids. Um, every time I go in there, it's a whole different story of uh, emotional and physical uh, outrages. Uh, Rachel, good to see you. Uh, glad to see you. Update on Lady Jerry's jaw. Yes, that's what I was just doing. I went to the Trader Joe's today and the um, grocery store to get soft foods for her. Um, she was able to come downstairs and watch TV uh, yesterday, which is, I mean, believe it or not, huge. Uh, she's been. She had been in bed until uh, yesterday evening, almost constantly. Uh, but uh, yesterday she came downstairs. We did watch a little bit of TV. She went to the doctor and got the steroids yesterday. Today, though, she was not feeling good. When I came home from jujitsu, she was really not feeling good. But I think I got some uh, <clears throat> a leave because they said naproxen is a better pain reliever. So she's on that. Um, so, um, so fingers crossed between the steroids and the pain relief and the uh, bed rest, and the, she's got this jaw exerciser thing. But uh, yeah, well, it wasn't a great morning, but she's feeling much uh, better now, or at least she was an hour ago. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully, she's going to be back in business. Um, Hello, Christopher and uh, Catherine. Good to see you, Scott. Greetings to you, um, and uh, love the new. You love the new glasses. I got these glasses. Uh, these are reading glasses, but I uh, from the iBobs. I'm a big fan of the iBobs. Not a sponsor, sponsor, um, and uh, I got these at iBobs in Minneapolis on one of my trips back when I used to be a touring comedian. Um, Sharon, you're saying, great to see you. Can't stay, got to work. Ooh, I'm sorry that you have to work. Sorry about that. I remember what that's like. I used to love working, but uh, haven't been able to do that in a little while. Hey, Pick, 
So, yes, didn't get on the jury yesterday. I was this close. I was the next person. They had picked the 12 um, jurors, and they were about to pick the other two alternates, and they were rotated two people in, and they rejected one, and then they rotated another guy in. He was the guy right before me, and uh, they accepted him. And so I was released on my own recognizance, just like Bill Cosby. That was a weird one yesterday. Happy Hump Day, Rich, to you. It's the day after Hump Day, isn't it? I think it is. Um, Laura, you're in the Miami airport. Man, you really are getting out there. Um, uh, Christopher, was I too able... Was I able to stick with House of Leaves? You know, it's definitely not for everyone. Christopher, I was really into House of Leaves, but I got to, I got prioritized on my um, Michael Collins astronaut uh, it's memoir of his. Uh, you know, he was the guy in the capsule on Apollo Eleven, and so that's what I read the whole time. But I'm still into House of Leaves. I'm on it. I'm gonna finish. Well, can't say that I'm gonna finish. It's very thick or <coughs> tick, as they say in Ireland. Um, but I'm going back to that. That's going to be my... I'm going to move that to the top of the pile as soon as I finish the astronaut book. I was going to read them in tandem, but I just got so so stuck into the Apollo story. And coming up to that time of year when they went to the moon in mid-July. So I'm excited to finish that. Finish that now. What a little burping. Um, Todd, today you drove your 85-year-old father over to Oregon to buy illegal CBD cream. And gummies for his back. Well, it's it's legal over there, Bob. Uh, Todd, I, isn't it? I think it is. Um, yeah, maybe I got to get some CBD cream for um, Lady Jerry or some even THC cream for her jaw. That's that's an idea. I don't know if, she, if I don't know if that would be acceptable uh, para uh, Lady Jerry. Um. Oh, I see, Todd. It's not legal there in Idaho. Well, yeah. You can't win them all. I was going to sip my coffee, but I left it over there. I'm going to go get... Well, I'm getting, my, I'm getting my coffee. If you can watch Henzo's shirt today, that that was an unexpected consequence of letting the Mevo be in charge. But I'm back. I'm back now. So that happened. Mm. Delicious coffee. Yeah, so maybe I'm going to have to go out and... Okay. I may have to turn off the autopilot just because um, there we go can you live no you can't live find faces it'll that's going to be trouble um, so um, anyway um, I may have to go get some I may have to go get some um, CBD THC cream for uh, for Lady Jerry so that uh, she can get out of this pain cycle. It's really rough business. Oh, what was the other thing I was going to do today? Also left over there. Gosh, what a day. Um, Bob, I hope, I think, is Bob here? I hope he's here, because I've been reading the ancient aliens in the Bible. Um, turn my shirt around. Um, yeah, I, there's no time for that right now. I suppose I could, I could go arms in. So what was that flash dance style? But uh, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm just going to live with the stationary camera 
for the remainder of today's show. Um, so I just finished. I'm not positive that I'm going to make it. I'm, I, we're, we're about 47% of the way through Ancient Aliens in the Bible. And it is getting a bit uh, repetitive, but it's now because they're trying to make a case. Um, <laughs> I could put a post-it note on the face to block it. Yeah, I could. I, don't, I, don't, I just can't do that to Henzo. I've, I've got another friend who thought it was Andy Griffith um, from um, uh, Face in the Crowd. I don't know if you've ever seen Face in the Crowd. Andy Griffith, excellent movie about the power of uh, Tonight Show host type comedian played by Andy Griffith. And so uh, this chapter uh, that I just finished in the Ancient Aliens in the Bible is, is again about uh, the guy who wrote... It's, uh, it's about the guy who wrote uh, for the Vatican, translated the Bible for the Vatican, named Mario Biglino, um, and how he came to believe that uh, references to the Elohim and Yahweh were about aliens. And in this chapter... They talked about how when Moses went up to meet uh, God on top of the mountain and got the Ten Commandments, he came down with a scar. He wanted to see God, and so God said, "Yeah, well, you can, I can see, you can see me, but uh, you got to take some safety precautions." And they're saying, and that's because they flew the spaceship by, and there was a real danger of radiation. And Moses actually received some kind of uh, disfigurement on his face that, uh, according to uh, Zavient Hayes. Resident genius in charge of ancient aliens of the Bible was a radiation burn uh, that he got from viewing that. Uh, anyway, just more further evidence that uh, that there that God is actually aliens from another planet. And just to bring you up to date, uh, there's no way to skip the <laughs> refresher course. I'm sorry, I don't have the I don't have the technological ability. To put a button on, but, but a button on, so that you can skip the reha- recap. But uh, yeah, the ancient aliens came to Earth, and uh, human beings, us, we thought they were God. They genetically engineered us to make us better uh, at being able to mine gold for them, which we, which they needed. The aliens needed to uh, <coughs> save the atmosphere on their planet. Um, the Anunnaki, that was the ancient aliens, the original. That was I. I don't know if that's what we called them then, um, but uh, Mary, you just got here. You're you're lost. Oh my! Well, don't be lost. We're just talking about the ancient aliens of the Bible. So there, I've just uh, recouped that. I, I think maybe I'm good for a couple of more weeks on ancient aliens. A couple more, two three more days on ancient aliens in the Bible. But uh, it's uh, it's getting repetitious. And I'm not really getting... Birth of an Alien Jesus, though. <laughs> Number 10. Chapter 10. Birth of an Ali- Alien Jesus. Uh, I, I do think that we need to know about that. But that's that's uh, next week on Ancient Aliens of the Bible. Birth of an Ancient uh, Alien Jesus. Uh, so, things things are happening. Things are happening. I'm not being selected for juries. And... So my friend I mentioned, Leo Flowers, is headlining July 8th at the um, Laugh Factory in San Diego, which is in, in the downstairs of a hotel. Um, so I, he asked me to come down and, and open for him on that show, and I was excited to do it. It would have been my first show back, only 25 minutes, kind of a long version of a short set. 
and uh, but I told him I had to make sure with Lady Jerry that we didn't have other plans or she didn't need me here and I meant to get back to him uh, that day it was the day before Tuesday it was Tuesday and I meant to get back to him Tuesday night but then I got called into jury duty so I thought well I'll just let him know the next day after uh, I find out if I'm on this jury or not because if I'm on the jury I can't do it well well as soon as I got released from jury duty I texted him and he said hey I already booked it so we had a misunderstanding evidently or uh, when you're trying to book a show you can't be messing around waiting for elderly comedians who haven't been on stage in 15 months. Anyway, I'm not going to be down there July 8th, which is uh, which means <laughs> I'm free to do jujitsu all week next week. Mm. Um, Bob, you're saying you're thinking of the alien's planet that Parker Schnabel from Gold Rush might be worshipped as a god? Yeah, possible on the alien's planet. Um, Laura, you're saying this week the big change in the Sky Club is that they put the mini Rice Krispie treats in a big jar you have to open instead of out on a platter. Wow. That that affects your habit of grabbing two or three each time? Yeah, well, it's like the monkey trap, right, Laura? You get your hand in there, you can only grab one and be able to get it back out safely. So uh, you just have to make three trips in the jar. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't let their puny attempts to limit your Rice Krispie treats foil, foil your desires. Just go in there three times. And uh, you might even say to the person, hey, look, this may take a minute. They've changed how they do this. And then you take them out. Um, or ask the person behind you if they if they want one. Uh, but yeah, you get your three. Don't, don't get your three. In fact, I encourage you to take four, or odd numbers are always better, five. I get five. It's a holiday weekend. Uh, I don't know if you're going to be flying back before the holiday weekend or not, but try and get five if you can. Damn airlines. I I, I think I, I still, uh, because of the credit card I have, I, I'm still going to be able to go in the Admirals Club. And because of my lifetime mileage, I'm still going to be a platinum. But I'm not a, I don't think I'm executive platinum anymore. I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to upgrade. But I did buy a ticket to New Orleans for Jazz Fest in October. So that is going to happen. I've got to go online and buy my Jazz Fest ticket. Um, but I've got my airplane ticket, and I've got my accommodation sorted for that week. So I will be in New Orleans October, the first first weekend in October, first, second weekend. Um, Bob, excellent advice. Uh, a couple good advices here. <laughs> Break the jar. That's not such great advice, Jen, but I like, I like that it's going to discourage them from re-jarring after that. Uh, Mary saying, bring your own Ziploc bag. I like that idea. Turn the jar over and at least six on the table, then scoop them up and be on your way. Bob, that is, that's some solid life coaching right there. Um, Rich wants CBD infused Rice Krispie treats. Hmm, I like that idea too. Uh, someone once advised uh, you, Christopher, to keep uh, uh, taking them until their expression changes. Yeah, Christopher, that's what I used to say about the snacks on the plane. When they change the snack thing on the plane where they just hold the tray out, and you take them. You just look at their face and keep taking them until they start to seem a little bit outraged. Then take one more and say thank you. And then hand one of the ones that you took to the person next to you. Um, uh, Jazz Jake Fest. Well, Mary, Jazz Fest is always Jake Fest in a way. I'm not doing comedy shows, but I will post my location. And if you're there, I will uh, I will bring you along. 
Jen, I'm not sure which was the funniest joke. I hope it was something that I said. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'm, I think I'm going to ans- ask a question from the question bar. How are we doing on time? Oh, we've got plenty of time. Uh, ask a question from the question. Let's do the new question box. Uh, we've already asked that question last time. What do you most appreciate about living in this country? Living in America. James Brown. Uh and that may be one of the things that I do appreciate uh, most about living in this country. But you don't have to live in the United States of America to enjoy James Brown. Um, but it helps. What do I mo- enjoy most about living in the United States? Well, I have to say that after my recent uh, vacation in the Kimbo, the scenic beauty of the United States and the amount of unspoiled outdoor wonderfulness available to us here is uh, is pretty spectacular. Now, don't get me wrong, I love New Zealand. I've enjoyed my visits to New Zealand. I'll enjoy every trip we take there uh, because it's a beautiful country and you can see uh, it's spectacular and dense with spectacularity as is kind of the United States. But the United States is so huge. I was talking to a friend from Jiu-Jitsu um, yesterday about the trip and how about how I'd never been to Crater Lake and how just mind-blowing it is, but it's far enough from major cities that visitors to the United States would, you know, seldom visit Crater Lake because it would just suck up too much of their trip time to see that thing. But, uh, and he was saying, yeah, that we, that Americans get a, a bit of a bad rap over in, uh, Europe, <laughs> as you know, the UK, where he's from, used to be part of Europe in the uh, in the big uh, picture, but they brexited. Anyway, he's he, he's he's been in America now for a few years working, and he was saying, you know, Americans get a lot of grief for the fact that we don't travel very much outside of the country. But after being here a while and seeing just California, Arizona, this area that he's been visiting, he he's amazed at how much we have here to see. And that because the continent, our country is the whole sea to shining sea, that there's so much to see here. And he kind of got why maybe we wouldn't leave the country, some of us. Um, Although I'm all for leaving the country. Um, Oh, talking till the expression changes. Well, thanks, Jen. That was one of my jokes from my show. Um... If Jake Fest is actually in New Orleans to correspond with Jazz Fest, you're there, Rachel. Well, um, yeah, I, I'm not going to do a comedy show this year at Jazz Fest, but uh, I, I would, I would consider doing a show. I, I'm trying to book some shows in New Orleans, or at least I was prior to the pandemic. That's another phone call I've got to make. James Delara, hello from France. Well, hello to you in France. France, reporting in. How nice! How nice to see you say hello. Uh, We've got a Swiss listener and uh, viewer, listener viewer. I'm assuming you're listening while you're watching. Uh, but yeah, thank you. Thank you for saying hello. That makes me feel good here in my tiny crap filled room in uh, America. Santa Monica, America is where I am, in case you, you're not familiar. Uh, Ouija, sorry you're late. You got in a temporar- temporal anomaly. It happens. You check your moisture level, brother, because uh, that, uh, that could be part of your problem. Um, Scott, you're saying your dad drove drove you all around Crater Lake 
stopping every little bit to take a picture after he was home. He made his own panoramic picture. Yeah, well, Scott, I, we did. That's basically you drive around the the rim of Crater Lake, and the actual surface of the lake is down below. I'm explaining to people, who, unlike you, who haven't been there, um, and uh, that it, you, you you don't swim in it. You don't. They do take a boat trip to the island in the middle. I think you can do that. But as far as I know, you don't you don't swim in it. Uh, you just drive around it and look at it. And believe me, you want to. At first, when you get there, you're like, well, I've seen it. Do I need to stop at the next thing? And then you get to the next place, which is literally a quarter mile. <laughs> and you're like, well, I think I want to pull over and get this angle on this beautiful thing. So um, if you're watching from France, you might want to Google Crater Lake and take a look at some of the fine photos. Uh, and... Uh, Next time you come to America, <laughs> have, a, have a gander. Um, James, oh, you used to see me many times when you lived in Seattle. Yes. Well, I was up near that club up there in Seattle. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you for uh, explaining that to me. Um, that's one of the places that I'd like to get back to, Seattle. And also France. Um Jen, you're saying, well done, Laura. Laura, you just made your second trip to the jar. Uh, you have six mini Rice Krispie treats now. That should get me through the holiday. Yes, I hope so. Although seven, lucky number, right? Craps, Vegas. God, I'm watching Army of the Dead right now on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, <laughs> it's I, it's a little bit of not my favorite uh, zombie movie, on the other hand. It's been a while since I've watched a zombie movie, and I am kind of a Zack Snyder fan, although I do like some things that he's done better than this. But Army of the Dead, um, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing with my life after this. <laughs> Jen, you're saying you'll send a gift if she goes for an even 10 Rice Krispie treats? Oh, my God. 20 if you take 15. Wow. Come to Corsica. You have a spare bedroom. Oh, great, James! I like the idea of a spare bedroom in Corsica. It's <laughs> is it where Napoleon did Napoleon sleep there? Huh? I know a little something about Corsica, um, but yeah, that would be nice. So we've had one vintage question from the vint from the or one new question from the new question box, and I'm going to take a uh, uh, a uh, question from the historical question, but the first question box. Um, the Changeling movie, 1980 with George C. Scott, such a good movie. Um, is that a zombie movie, Mary? I'm not sure. Or is that the, uh, or is that the, uh, is that the, that's not the one, is that the one where the, the computer impregnates the lady? Uh, which historical sporting event would you like to witness? Well, um, the original Olympic Games might be good. All, there's a game in, uh, I think it's Irish, called, uh, is it hurling? I've got one of the balls here for my trip. I didn't get the stick. They have like a field hockey stick, and they still play it, but I've got this ball. It looks like a baseball, but it's got these big, uh, the base got baseball-style stitching, but the ridges are, the seams are very big. They stick up about a quarter inch off the ball, and uh, it feels like it's slightly smaller than a baseball. But they play this game in Ireland, and uh, I wish I had bought the stick. Uh, also, but uh, anyway, I'd like to see I'd like to see an ancient game of that. Um, 
or that polo that they play in Afghanistan with the human head. Uh, I couldn't, no, I couldn't deal with that. I wouldn't be able to watch that. Um, that was a joke. That was a joke answer. Mr. Predicto, are joke answers approved? Everything points to yes. (laughs) Everything points to yes. Mr. Predicto, coming off the bench for a win. Um... Uh, oh, scam likely. I'm not accepting that, am I? Um, where would I do a show first outside the United States, David is asking. Um, well, man, I would love to be able to go back to Ireland to do that Kilkenny Comedy Festival. I would love to do that, just because I have so many friends who are Irish and UK and Australian comedians who do that festival. That that's a chance to see them in one place, and it's we. it's just a... Uh, you know, a weekend-long festival. I'd love to do the Kilkenny Comedy Festival in Ireland. If I could, I would do that. Uh, I've thought again about going to the Melbourne Comedy Festival, if that was a possibility. Um, But that's a bit of a tougher haul, because the city is so full of comics, and it's very difficult as a non-famous-to-them person uh, to attract an audience. But I would love to go back and do the Melbourne Comedy Festival with this idea that I've got for a, for a new show. Um, so that's Ireland looks beautiful. Mary, it is beautiful. And the people that I've met there have been so wonderful. Uh, now, here's a here's a book from, question from the Book of Questions. And this is from, what's the copyright on this thing? Some of these questions can be a bit of a Debbie Downer. Um, copyright here on the Book of Questions is 1985. Um, Laura, you loved the Melbourne Comedy Festival. You lived there during it one year and saw tons of great shows. Yeah, well, that was actually one of my favorite things about the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Also in Kilkenny, but Kilkenny, the way the festival's set up is they just have a bunch of different shows and they mix in comedians from different countries. And as an American, they mix you in with famous Irish and English comedians so that you have good attendance for your show and everybody just does a 20-minute set, um, 15, 20 minutes. And so it's kind of great fun because you get to see everybody else. They get to see a little bit of you. Uh, the audiences are great. They're excited to see new people. And uh, and uh, <clears throat> Guinness, that, that should be all I need to tell you. Um, but but Melbourne was also great because I saw so many great shows, and there everyone does their own hour long show. So it was just me doing an hour. I didn't. I wasn't performing with other comedians on my show. There were a couple of shows that were conglomerations, and they did have a, an Americans comedy show. It was four Americans doing shorter sets, but that was an invitation thing as opposed to the. My, my friend Adam Hills produced my show. Um, Adam Hills, who's a great comedian. If you live in the UK, I'm sure you've heard of him because he hosts a TV show there. And he's also famous in uh, Australia. But Adam was nice enough to produce my show and bring me over. And, uh, but it was just, it was just me. So the audiences were either Americans who were visiting who knew me there. Uh, We had some people who stayed here when we were running our house as an Airbnb, who we knew from there, who came. People, and, and then there are the brave Australians who, see a write-up and decide to come and give you a give you a gander as they say but then part of what i ha- i got as as a performer in the festival was a pass that if there was seating available i could go to any other shows so and then they would it basically works like there was a six o'clock show a seven eight nine 
and maybe a 10 o'clock show. So my show was at 7, so I would go do my show, and then once I was done, I could go see two or three more shows in the evening. And so it was it was really great fun. Made some good good comedians, uh, good comedian friends. Ouija, you're saying the last comedian last comedian you saw was Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> yeah, that was the last joke you saw. I see what you're saying now. Um, one of the smaller shows, uh, you went to the comic, had you go on stage and introduce him. It was fun, Laura. Yeah, well, I I had done a, I had, I would introduce myself from backstage on the mic every night. Um, all right. Do you prefer being around men or women? Do your closest friends tend to be men or women? Well, now I have many close man friends, uh, and so I mostly. Once you get married, your closest uh, female friend, if you're a cisgendered man. Although I do tell my daughter all the time I'm pansexual. I just am currently monogamous with my wife. Um, but so so I still do have uh, some female friends. Uh, <clears throat> Cristela Alonso is one of my one of my I consider her one of my very good friends we make each other laugh and have a good time um, if I'm going to say do I prefer being around men or women I think I prefer being around women uh, generally the, their way of being uh, conversationally is just in a general way more suitable to me but my guy friends are the ones that I spend more time with um so there, go, go, uh, go figure that. Um, <laughs> Ouija, you're asking, is there a book of answers without the questions? Uh, well, that's any book is a book of answers without the questions. For example, um, uh, well, how to rock climb. There's a book here called How to Rock Climb. That was what I thought I was going to learn how to rock climb. That's all answers, right? Um, James, you're saying love your non-schlick comedy. I think you, I think you meant to say shtick, <laughs> because non-schlick. I'm not sure what that means, but I also like that. But it's a kind of a backhanded. It's one of those. Is that a, is that a compliment? Non-schlick, non-slick, non-schlick. Uh, all right. Jeopardy is the book of answers without questions. Yes, I think you're right about that. Hey, look at the time. We put in a full day today. We've had the hurling ball, we've had uh, Mr. Predicto, all the questions, and now it's time, get your Rice Krispie Treats ready everybody, because it's time for Seize the Day, but first pick, weighing in, Dictionary Encyclopedia, Book of Answers, Not Questions, How to Rock Climb book, <laughs> like 50 blank pages at the end, uh, no, it doesn't, uh, you can still learn to rock climb, uh, yeah, I could learn to rock climb, in fact, one of my good friends from Jiu-Jitsu is a rock climber, but, uh, Spoiler alert, he, he's, a, he's also an amazing artist. He's got his big show coming up, Frank Paletta. Um, you can follow him on Instagram. I can't remember his exact handle, but uh, he he's an amazing artist. He's got a big show coming up next July 10th, next, uh, next weekend or the weekend. Yeah, it's next weekend. Anyway, it's time for Seize the Day. Have you ever seen people who freehand rock climb? Scary. Yes. Oh, my God. I watched that uh, free solo movie unbelievable um, alright here we go it's time for seize the day seize the day on Thursday July Uno 2021 today's seize the day let's get in here and see who we've got for seize the day oh how about Jessica Lang 
Um, from American Horror Story, she's been in a lot of other things, but that first season of American Horror Story was pretty great. Um, and that's the only one that I watched. Uh, Jessica Lang says, Be present, be present and open to the moment that is unfolding before you. Because ultimately, your life is made up of moments. So don't miss them by being lost in the past or anticipating the future. Uh, so there you go, Jessica Lang. She's kind of summing up... Um, she's kind of... Dave could be under a canoe in a creek. Jen, but there was a serial killer loose. I hope he's I hope he's okay. Um All right. Free solo pick you're saying uh you could watch it only because you knew he'd be alive at the end. Yeah, it's it's amazing. That guy I've Alex Honnold, I've heard him on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh he's he's a little bit of a quirky dude. But be present. Be present and open to the moment that is unfolding before you, because life is all moments. Don't be worrying about the past or anticipating the future. Moment by moment. So these were some nice moments today. I've enjoyed them. Um, And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow for the happy half hour. It's been a while since we've had a happy half hour. I have been to the Trader Joe's, and I've secured some refreshments for myself. I suggest that you do the same. Uh, and I will see you all tomorrow. Meanwhile, meanwhile, take care of yourself, take care of each other, have as many Rice Krispie treats as you want. You deserve them. Um, try and be nice to a jerk. They're out there, believe it or not. We still haven't gotten rid of them. And don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. All right. Love you all. And thank you, Scott, for Best of Belinda. Yes, I will go tell her. 